Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Best Week Ever. This week I have the pleasure, the most pleasure to have Taria from What Else Is Going On podcast. Guys, I had such a great time and this episode is special because if you don't listen to Housewives or like watch Housewives or aren't really involved in that universe and I have to say I'm sorry this episode might not be for you but we do have some off topics Bravo and Housewife um, takes so please listen if you don't watch Housewives I feel like you would still have a good time like listening in and I mean if you don't watch Housewives I feel like what are you doing listening to this podcast <laughs> but I had such a great time with Taria and before we get into this episode I wanted to talk about some topics that we didn't touch base on. Up top I know um, I posted on my Instagram if you follow us on best week ever podcast I posted a great little happy Black History Month with Coral from Back to New York Real World um, when The Miz, Mike, was living with Coral and it was February and they went to the library, her and Malik, Malik, love him, and um, both Rachel and The Miz. This has been like living in my brain every Black History Month since I saw this in like middle school and I remember just being shocked because like how do you not celebrate that month like I've been celebrating that month since kindergarten like pre-k um but yeah it was a big deal for me I guess <laughs> well not a big deal but like it was a big moment in real world culture where like I remember they were trying to portray Coral as like this loud angry the you know the stereotype that they like to um put on black women and yeah I just remember being so upset and rooting for Coral the whole entire time and yeah the Miz I think he has seen that and has you know talked about that moment of how ignorant he really was so yeah please check that out on our Instagram also did you guys see pictures at Timothy Chamelay Shalala Malay, I can't say his last name, is playing Bob Dylan. They're doing some sort of biopic. <sighs> That's all I have to say about biopics. Like, <sighs> all right, another biopic. I mean, it's Bob Dylan. We haven't seen that, I guess. I don't know. The whole Amy Winehouse. I, I love how everyone's just like been trashing it apparently amy winehouse's dad has said some words about the whole like people don't understand that like the it's the actors are not making it look good or something like that and it's just like well sir you are also questionable so i can't believe anything that comes out of your mouth anyway if you've seen or know the history of amy winehouse you know what i'm talking about but Without any further ado, please enjoy this episode with me and Taria from What Else Is Going On podcast, where we discuss who is having the worst and best week ever in pop culture. Hey, 
Hi guys, thank you so much for tuning back in on Best Week Ever, where we discuss who's having the worst and best week in pop culture. This week, I have Taria from What Else Is Going On, my favorite podcast. I just told her that she is like a titi to me. I can't believe I said that, but it's true. I love her so much. How are you doing today? I am doing so good, Vanessa. I just now, your TT is younger than you, which is probably weird. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I always say that. I told somebody the other day, yesterday, I was at, uh, got my eyes checked and the girl knew my daughter who's 25. So my doctor was like, oh, well, how old is your daughter? And I said, I don't know how she's 25 and I'm only 27. But so, but no, I appreciate you guys. I love Vanessa. Um, I don't know if I said this to you in my messages, um, but if not, I'm just going to bombard Vanessa with it now that, of course, she has come on what else is going on podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, I you know, am you anxious for one. that just because you literally are one of my favorite interviewees because you have a way of like being personable and getting in touch with the person's like you really get into people's like souls like when you get oh into their God. interviews and like it's kind of surprised like I feel like even the person that you're interviewing they're always like oh my god I didn't know I was going to talk about this or like <laughs> you brought this out of me and I'm just like yeah she literally has a way of doing that and like you have like that magic touch when it comes to like interviewing people on your podcast <laughs> can I tell you that you don't even know what that means because that that is actually what I want to do. Like, of course, I love talking about the pop culture, but to me, when you talk to someone and when you learn things about them, it almost tells you why they react to certain things. Even something as simple as watching Housewives because we get triggered sometimes or we relate to them based on what's going on in our lives or what has happened to us in the past. So if I'm talking to you and, and I'm getting that info and I'm finding out more about you, I'm like, oh, that's why Vanessa feels that way about Margaret or that way about Jen or that way about Giselle. So I just think it's all interesting. People say, oh, it's just a reality show. In a way it is, but I also think it can be a mirror sometimes for good or bad, you know, showing you, like, I always ask myself, do I react so strongly to certain people? You know, it makes me think, or why do I always feel like I take an instant liking to the women that come on and just take no prisoners, don't care. Like, why is that? You know, so, but thank you for saying that. I'm hope, hoping that I could do that as a job full time one day. Yeah, I really get bummed out when people are like, oh, you watch Housewives. That's like such a, I guess not a bad show, but like it makes people think that we don't have taste when it's like, do you not know like <laughs> reality show shows us as a society how we are like literally like you said sometimes it's like looking in a mirror there are times where you're just like oh I like that housewife because she's relatable right um yes yeah that's what I love about the housewives it's like strong women but also women that are going through certain things that are relatable to us in society yeah for me when I started watching housewives years ago it was because saw women that were 35 40 plus and the world or society will say oh you're not sexy anymore or it's too late for you to start a business or because you haven't conquered the world by you know 32.5 years old but then you watch housewives who are gorgeous who work out who even if they get surgery some do some don't but 
who show you that there is another part of life after your kids are older, they're going away to college, they're living on their own. It's like, oh, wow, you can still have a fulfilling life. And even if you want it to be in the limelight. Yeah. We have these women who were showing you that it can be done. So that's what initially drew me to Housewives. Uh, and I can't wait to get into it for this week for best and worst Ooh. week because I feel like Bravo has yes. literally dumped a big one for us this week. Yes. So, worst week honorable mentions. Who is your worst week honorable mention this week? I'm going to say my worst week honorable mention. And it just happened to yesterday, actually, is Mia Thornton because oh. she tweeted. Uh, oh, I wish I should have pulled up the tweet, but she tweeted yesterday, basically, you guys and this lying narrative, you can run with this narrative all you want. Like, I'm not a liar. And then it's like, well, we've watched you like tell lies on camera. E even, and some people say, well, she admits to them sometimes. But to me, that still shows you the character of a person. I don't care if they admitted to every lie they did. Why are you telling the lie in the first place all the time? So then she tweets that yesterday. And then today, a snippet of next week comes out showing that she actually did approach Wendy uh, saying, I want to be in your box. So <laughs> Ashley suddenly remembered, you did say that. And she said, well, I like chocolate. I, I think she admits to saying it. So it's like, like, did you tweet that yesterday on purpose? Because you knew that was dropping. So I feel like now she's getting a lot of backlash. So I'm like, okay, that might be her worst week ever. Did you mean housewives or pop culture in general? Housewives and pop culture. I feel like housewives are okay. pop culture, but okay. to- Okay, because I, I was like, wait, maybe she had. No, I did okay. see the tweet that you're mentioning because she ended it with like F all of y'all, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. I will put like, that okay. in the show description of the notes. But yes, I thought when I read that she was pertaining to Robin coming out with the whole Juan story. Oh. Where, you know, because Candace did have like a thread basically saying like, you know, it's not justifiable yeah. for us to like have these storylines for other women to you know, they kind of like yeah. try to make a storyline with Candace and her husband when the whole entire time, like Robin missed no storyline ever, had a huge one right behind like closed doors. Vanessa? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, and to me, what, what really, um, when you really think about it, we've heard them say that the women get together, like certain ones. We'll get together to plot a storyline. You know, I wasn't the biggest fan of Monique's, but we I did not like when it came out that the women got together to talk about Monique and Candace went, you know, I because a lot of people say, well, Candace was a part of that. But if you watch there, there was a time, I don't know if you remember, right before season five, Monique was doing lives, Candace was doing lives, and then Bravo was like, no more. But what happened was the women had got together, Candace named who it was, and she said she felt uncomfortable because her and Monique remember when they kind of like they made up at the end of a, at a reunion crying but they still weren't in the best place so she threw out there that's never going to work that baby looks just like Chris to kind of get them to not then she told Karen could you call Monique and let her know because we're not in the best space which was addressed a little bit at the season five reunion but they kind of glossed over it and Karen didn't tell Monique that Candace told her so we know that Candace has witnessed them 
like that's a confirmation witness them getting together. So then when you think about this season and like you said, Miss Robin, no storyline, the fact that Robin sat amongst, even if it wasn't her, but Giselle and they say Ashley to come up with a story about Chris to deflect from your realty. So you sat there while they were coming up with this so that your stuff wouldn't get out but Chris gets hit with a stray. So I wonder if that's why in the beginning she was going so hard for Chris defending him, but then she turns around and says, Candace and Chris were over-dramatizing it. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, no. So I know we're doing honorable mentions, but I did put Robin as my worst week because of the Me lies too. of this whole entire season. And like the fact that, she was trying to bait people into buying her Patreon so you can hear her full side of the story. That's basically what she said on a reasonably shady podcast that she is with Giselle. Yeah, it's just, it's giving Bravo is going to be pissed and they are going Ooh. to drag you in that editing room next season. That is what it's giving. <laughs> I wonder, okay, so remember when Kenya Moore got married off camera and people are saying she was fired, but she was just given a low ball offer. So she based, of course they knew she wasn't going to take it after you're, if you're making a million a season and they're like, we're going to give you 300,000. I don't know if that's the number, but of course you're like, I'm not coming back. But then she realized, okay, they're serious. I got to take the low ball the next season. And then she ended up finally getting back to where she was. So I'm wondering if they're going to do that to Robin, like give her an offer so low She's going to take her it. Oh, that's, you're the, oh my God, I said that to someone else and they said what you said. She's going to take it. But I'll just say I live in the DMV area, the same area they live in. And I will say allegedly, Karen's not lying about <laughs> the blonde woman. But, and this was always been my theory. And then, when I, you know, like you, you talk to people, you're like, wait, what? I don't think Juan cheated on Robin because I don't think they're in a relationship. I think when the show first started, you if you listen to, Re I used to listen to Reasonably Shady and they talked about how Bravo, they were, the production wasn't interested in Robin. They, so Giselle said she called them back and was like, no, this is her story. So basically they were interested in this woman living with her ex-husband and their kids didn't know they were divorced at the time. So- they took her, basically her and Juan were a package, right? So now they've been on the seasons. They're starting to make money. They're rebuilding their, their lives, whether individual or together. I think Robin was willing to take this, this TikTok story and she would rather look like a, she would rather people think she's a fool over being in love and marrying Juan than the real truth coming out that this is, actually an arrangement because they've been it benefits both of them i don't think they're in a relationship at all so you think they're more of like a partnership because i yes. can see that where they're like open and they lit because i have a cousin like that i will not name him but they live in the <laughs> same house and like they work with together but they're not together together like, and allegedly he, he's there not every night of the week and she knows where he is yeah Ugh, and that's all alleged so, so I, messy I, girl right and that's my thing it's like so when she was calling like I like Karen 
But I've been saying since season one, we know that Karen lies. Like we watched her, but she, all of them do though, right? So okay. I feel like her calling Karen, like you're fake. My thing is if in fact, Robin is in an arrangement, but she's presenting to us like they worked their way back together and they're in a relationship, then she is no better than Karen. She's just like Karen too. So I think that the only reason she addressed this TikTok woman was because she didn't want more tea to spill or more to come out and it and it be found out that she's in an arrangement. That's what I think. I mean, that would explain a lot. Yeah, like it's it's weird. The whole... I don't know. Like, I was thinking about it. it. It'd be one thing if she was like, I'm going to get married in Jamaica because all my family will already be there. And I already talked to whomever and they're okay with it. I also wondered when she was having them come over, the guy come over for the suits and was like, the wedding is a month away. Was she talking about the wedding she was going to? Yeah. But like they were getting fitted for like, I don't know. Cause it's her in-law. So it wouldn't be out of the, it wouldn't, it would make sense that Juan and the boys were in the wedding. And they were getting fitted. Yeah. No, that makes total sense. So conspiracies, uh, but like, I just feel like something is not in the, is not clean. And then, like you said, you want to charge. Like, I didn't think about it until someone commented that. And I thought this was a really good comment. She's double dipping because you're getting paid to be on a platform to show us your life. You don't address it. And then you say, you can hear the story behind a paywall. So now you're getting In paid the off for season. It. How convenient yeah. is that? Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, the reunion from what I saw, because they did leak out pictures of their outfits. They're all in color blue, which I love. I feel like they're the only friend, um, only housewives franchise that does that where they all get together and they like choose in one color, like one shade, like they all team up. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm, I'm wondering if Andy is going to bring this up at all. Cause like, he's gotta be pissed. Well, have you heard, and I don't know that it's a credible source from what, I, from like media takeout. So no shade to them, but just different things they put out before. It's like, it'll be like, oh, that's not like, it'll come out. It's not true, but it's being reported by them and other people, which would be wild to me. But they're saying that Robin is going to be on watch what happens live on Sunday after the season finale and an audience member said that Andy came at her, like not in like a fun banter way, but called her out for lying and then told, and then when the cameras were off in front of this audience said she wouldn't be coming back next season. I'm like, maybe watch what happens live is trying something different, or maybe it would be a warning shot to the other ladies. So I guess we'll see on Sunday if, that sounds like a threat. I mean, yes, that sounds yes. like a threat, if anything. I don't know. If, I, I mean, they're not going to fire Robin. They're definitely going to have her back on the show. Like, this is like some good tea, whether we're pissed off or not. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. we would okay. want her to come back just for like, I would want her to come back just for the editors to like, go back and forth and like, do their job. <laughs> yes. Oh, and, and they could really be like, you're going to share your life. Can you imagine though? Because if she came back, the ladies would, especially Karen, would be like, "Yeah, on, on that, like that." That would be. Do you think? Okay, think about Robin. Do you think that she would 
if they were like, you need to come back and you need to talk about all of this and knowing that the other ladies probably know things, do you think she would maybe then just choose to walk away because there could be a chance, let's say that she does have an arrangement, there could be a chance that that could come out? I don't know. Because Robin's kind of like fickle that way, right? I, I don't know. I guess we just have to really see what happens because I, from... The way she is taking this storyline, I feel like she's okay of showing it. Okay. Like, and I don't know if it's going to be like a one and done. You know how she's going to like, I'm going to say it and then I'm done and we're going to move on and we're not going to mention it again. I don't know if she's okay. going to do that. But yeah, no, producers are going to not let this go if she decides <laughs> to stay on the show. <laughs> yes. They are going to be on it. Like, can you imagine like, the sound effect. I mean, like the, the like music. The <laughs> yeah, I was like, they're oh gonna come God. up with a new music theme just for Robin scenes, like a <laughs> dun 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 dun. dun. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! I literally got a picture in my head. Yes, it's, yep. yeah, I can see that. That's so funny. So I'm gonna uh, say my honorable mention. It's not housewife related, but it is has to do with TV. Lisa Tadeo. I don't know if you read her books. It's kind of um, it's kind of hard to read sometimes because it has like sexual abuse and relationships and whatnot oh, and okay. domesticated abuse as well. But her book Three Women was going to be adapted into a TV show. Betty Gilpin was in it, Shailene Woodley, DeWanda Wise. Yes. It, Showtime has decided to scrap the series. I get that the book is not necessarily a female sexual desire as everyone thought it would be. Guys, I highly recommend going on Goodreads and reading um, like the commentary about this book. It's not okay. what you picture it to seem. But okay. yeah, like I said, as the book, it has sexual uh, abuse and it has been criticized for it. I read on the article, it'll be on the show notes, guys, that Paramount Plus might be in the market to potentially pick it up if it's finished filming. You know how they've been doing that lately, especially on HBO where they're finishing series yes. and then like canceling them. It's a tax deduction from what I've heard. I know Kenny oh. Bromson was an executive producer of the show and director Louise Friedberg directed first two episodes. I also read Lisa Tadeo's books, um, her newest one, Ghost Lovers. It's about nine short stories. I know I'm reading Animal Next. Her books are all right, guys. So I wonder if that's what the show was giving off, if it was just giving, eh, you know, and that's probably oh, not like, it. okay, yeah. But yeah, worst week for her, because I actually was kind of excited for this new show and like they came out with a trailer oh. for it and everything it looked great and yeah um oh, that I really recommend reading the book but it is a trigger big trigger warning when it comes to okay. sexual assault and um right that that is definitely the worst week when you thinking like wow my my content what I produced why I drank a coke as I'm talking to you and I know I don't drink them all the time and I'm like stop it stop it but um that oh wow I would be so like disappointed I mean like, I hope Paramount picks it up or like yeah. some other big time production company yeah but, yeah it's a bummer um do you have any other worst week honorable mentions before we move on for worst week runner-up what have I? Tom Girardi <laughs> 
Yes, which well okay. deserved. So I just skimmed through it. I didn't really read what happened. Can you please elaborate what happened to Tom Girardi? Not that there's other things yes. that have happened to him. <laughs> right. Tom Girardi and his son-in-law, I believe it's his daughter's husband, have been indicted. Um, and I think it's with for fraud, I believe, or they've that it's like it's official. They've been indicted. Well, I so, was listening to you know, your episode that just came out this week, Jose Cuervo. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you were telling me um that you were you were saying like there's no lawyers out there with private jets. Which it made, I was like, that's so true. Like, there's no like lawyers that, like, at least not like. Oh, that was with, that was with Fly Chai. Yes. Oh, it was with Chai. Yes. Yep. She said, she said, there's no, because we were talking about how, like, we hope, like, Anthony is legit. So then we talked about investments, like, you know, one investment could change your life, but you don't normally see lawyers with, like, owning private jets, right? Like, yeah, maybe scheduling one to like fly one out right. like owning one owning one like taylor swift version wise yeah no <laughs> park it over there you park it on the second <laughs> parking pad by the bedroom you're like <laughs> yeah no he is having i know i saw like a quick paparazzi video of erica jane she's like all in sweats and they were asking her about it but i didn't really put the sound on i just kind of like because <laughs> <flipped> <laughs> she's one that has to be in doses for me it's like oh, i can't <laughs> yeah yeah so i was trying to think of one outside of housewives sorry guys listening i really <laughs> was trying um i would say neo and what he has to pay his wife but actually that's not a worse for him that's that's what you get for him so it's more you know, of you a had win an outside for baby. his ex-wife yes yes <laughs> go crystal yes yes so for my worst week uh runner up i have to give it to bravo i know that i've have my winner as Robin for Real Housewives of Potomac, but I have to give it to Bravo for the Real Housewife of New York Legacy and the Real Housewife Ultimate Girls Trip allegations. They yes. are having a pretty bad week. I don't know what you heard about the Roni Legacy, but I heard it had to oh. deal with the contracts of like filming of like how much these ladies are getting paid. But guys, all of these stories are coming from page six which is giving me very suspicious, like the call is coming from inside. From the house. House. <laughs> That's what, so did you hear that it was Jill? Like the other ladies were okay, but then it was Jill. I can see them throwing her under the bus just to make a story out of it. Me too. <laughs> me too. Me too. And it's interesting how Ramona has done all this talking about how she feels so much better being off of TV and it really wasn't her and you could see her personality. But now here you are doing IG stories because I saw like I was um, scrolling through IG and someone had posted it and she's like, look who I'm with, my girl, my girl, Luanne, my girl, Serenda. It's like, girl, because you want to be back on TV. She wants to be like, back on. Just as be a honest about it. Background. She just wants her 10 minutes back. Yeah. She wants that money, that paycheck. Like, so it's, oh, oh, and Luann said, never count, count them out. So I was wondering if their lunch, if they were filming or if they, like you said, they get together, they have this picture and now there's a, oh, the legacy of like it, the calls coming from inside the house, like you said. Yeah, no, I couldn't believe it. But apparently there's been talks about the money and Andy has tweeted that don't believe everything you read. Yes. Hashtag Roni legacy. So 
I try to believe And also the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. There's been a lot of controversy because Brandy is on fire, but also so is Bravo (laughs) if Caroline reports on these according um, on these allegations. But according to a not reputable source, but I have to put that out there. This is all alleged. Brandy was being very affectionate. She was being Brandy trying to loosen Caroline up and she has taken it up to HR the way that Brandy was acting towards Caroline and they have separated Brandy from filming and Caroline left because she felt like the girls were siding with Brandy this is all alleged this is what from what I've heard of what's going on behind the scenes I didn't know that part but I can see that happening if that is true if Caroline felt like no one's you know siding with her but like also Brandy is a liability and I'm surprised that Bravo brought her back especially I think I've heard this you talk about this with Chai correct me if I'm wrong but like why are they bringing back repeat housewives yes Um, it's like I thought the goal was to bring back housewives we don't see yeah like anymore or see on this particular like this is not this is a franchise but it's not like the same people so like why are you bringing them back and also do you feel like if it was a man if if brandy was a man doing that to caroline would be up in arms but i've heard people say oh well it's just housewives what like that's if someone is like trying to touch you physically or kiss you physically and you're telling them no like under no circumstances is that okay whether or not like that's not okay like even if she was drunk but see the thing with brandy is she knows how she gets we know how she gets so it's not like it's something new like oh i'm sorry i don't know what came over you know what i mean it's like oh well this allegation paints like a perfect picture because like you said i can see brandy being like you bitch like come over here you know what i mean (laughs) and just like karen's like caroline's like no leave me alone in her New Jersey accent. Just like, you know, like I'm fine over that here. Was like, <laughs> you know, and I can just, I can totally see this happening. And I don't know. I really want to see Alex McCord's side of it all. Cause <sighs> I really feel like she's going to be the one, not that I relate to the most, but because she's been so out of touch out of like yeah. the whole housewives re- reality, she's been in the real world you know right she hasn't been in the limelight she is going to be i i'm going to be looking at her when things are happening you know like i want to see her Mm -hmm. facial reactions i could just see her like mouth open dropped like looking back and forth like what is going on because i wonder if are they gonna because of the nature of it is caroline gonna try to stop them from showing it like are we gonna get to see it or is it gonna be like a black screen yeah, no, I mean, guys, Caroline Manzo has mob ties. So, like, <laughs> okay, the fact she that you said play. this, the fact <laughs> that you literally said this, so Zell from Who Asked Me podcast was on yesterday and it'll be out tomorrow. And she said, Oh, I love her content. She said, I have smoke for everybody, but for Caroline, I'm going to have no smoke. Like, <laughs> how you doing, ma'am? And keep it moving. I, when I, when I heard the whole cast of who was going to be on this trip, I literally was like, oh my God, I can see Caroline and Alex McCord, like, you know, chumming it up. Yeah. Um, But 
Yeah, I, it's going to be really funny to see that dynamic and see Alex's reaction. Caroline is going to be like the godmother, like godfather <laughs> style. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know if they're going to scrap it or not. Like, it's going to definitely, you're right. They're probably going to like black out the screen and just like probably have audio in the background. Is it bad that I want to see it? Like, because <laughs> we got to have not something to compare it to. It's human nature. It's not bad at all. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Vanessa. I appreciate you. (laughs) So I said my worst week winner was Robin. Who is your worst week winner for this week? Oh, Robin. That was mine too. Oh yeah. Okay. Perfect. Same page. Robin was mine too. I feel like, first of all, like she used to be in PR. Did she not know this was a bad move? Which me, it goes back to, she didn't think it through. She just wanted make sure that her arrangement wasn't found out. So I'd rather say we worked through it. This is what happened because none of the story even makes sense to me. Like, did you, uh, someone I follow on YouTube played the Patreon and did her commentary. So I got to listen to it. Did you hear it? I've only heard clips from Twitter. Oh, I should have sent it to you. I'll send it to you. Yeah. Send it Um, to me. I'd love to hear the whole mess. (laughs) It was very, like, I'll sum it up for you real quick. Are, are you married or with a partner or with someone? I am married, yes. Okay, so. I'm a newlywed, actually. I I said this to a friend the other day. Yeah, I'm like, oh, wait, I, like, got married, like, four months ago. I, I'm, like, a, what? I'm supposedly a newlywed, so, yeah. When did you get, <laughs> what, when did you get married? In September. September what? Uh, September 22nd. My anniversary is the 15th because I always felt like September was the perfect month to get married. It is. It's the perfect weather. (laughs) Like, yeah. Everything. Yes. Well, she, okay. So just imagine your husband coming to you finding out that, okay, this was the story. So imagine your husband telling you, you finding out that a woman DM'd your husband and was like, by the way, I love Nessa. I love her podcast. I think you're handsome. All of a sudden. So I guess- just imagine if it was you, but I'll use Robin so I can say what she said. So she said, this woman reached out and was like, oh, I love Robin. I love Giselle, blah, blah, blah. You're so handsome. Um, I don't know how they got to text messages, but whatever. Uh, he gave her his phone number. That's how. So they start texting. She says she's coming to uh, our way, like DC or whatever. And, she, and he goes, okay, you can come. Like, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. She gets, and she said that she was dating a, a Baltimore Ravens player she gets here loses her wallet and calls him reaches out to him because she needed to pay the second night of her hotel so he he went put down his credit card that's why his name was on the hotel receipt and (laughs) left and then she needed to do some errands so he calls his friend to run this woman around you talking about a stranger on the internet my husband would ne- like you went and put if it was a family member, my husband would consult me first if they need it. You know what I mean? Because you consult what's in your budget. What's in- Unless you don't do that because you have separate. But so she said that. And then she said that um, the woman was like, oh, you're not going to stay with me. And he was like, no. And um, she was like he still, he shows her even now looks, well, I'm sorry, back then he would, he would show Robin. Oh, she, she texts me and Robin like, okay, just be cordial. 
to a woman who tried, if this is really your man and this woman, you know that this woman was like, you're not going to stay with me in the hotel. You want him to continue, just be cordial to her. My question would be, why are you still talking to her? Because that hotel room you got, pack up your stuff and you can go right with her. Yeah. Why did he even pay for it? Like he continued. Yeah. I know there's allegations with him, um, with uh, an assistant coach in his university that he works for that is having um, accusations on him of like being forceful to some of the students that were there. And the fact that he had like, apparently, because I've heard clips about this too, of Juan, he has this thing of like, when he is dating someone, he has his other friends like date them too which went the whole story of him like having his friend watch over her I was like okay that kind of makes sense because I've heard some rumors of him like having his buddies kind of like have his way with the with his side chicks and this is all alleged guys please do not come at me (laughs) it's it 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 makes sense And, and my thing is when men do that when men have their friend look after you it's because the friend knows what they're doing. This random, like I could, can you imagine your husband? Like, first of all, for her, when she said, I don't know, how, I mean, I don't know how it got to text or whatever. Girl, because he gave her his phone number. There was the reason, if he was so, and, and for her to say he was in the pandemic, we were in the pandemic and he likes attention. So but he was like DMing girls. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, so it's, it is, it's a lot like people living in this area. Like, again, you know, just like and you're guys, from Jersey too. We wouldn't be all up in Robin's business if she say wasn't throwing glass when she has a glass house herself. You know yes. what I mean? And like <laughs> My thing is they, they have a right. Like, even though Karen was really always asking her about it, but think about it. It's one thing if Robin got, Robin made, the engagement, her storyline. And now here we are two years later and you aren't. So it's not like rumors that they heard and they're bringing them up like Giselle is wont to do. Or even like with Karen. Yes, Ashley brought it up years ago because of Sharice, but Blue Eyes is not on the show. Karen didn't make Blue Eyes her story. She didn't say, oh, I had this situation with this gentleman, but we've moved past it and we're moving on. You're like, well, no. Oh, you brought it up. We can ask you, Robin, you made this your storyline. So they should be able to ask you about it. Now, I do feel like she can say, I'm not telling you nothing. And you know what I mean? Or whatever. But it's a lot. All right, guys, we're on the part where we are going to discuss who's having the best week on our best week category. Best week, honorable mentions. I'll go first. I have to give it to the Jonas Brothers. I am not a Jonas Brothers fan, nor do I like their music. But you know what, guys? I have to give it up to them because they are coming out with a new album May 5th and a new upcoming tour as they receive their Hollywood Walk of Fame and tease at the ceremony. Also, Nick Jonas' uh, baby, Malty, made an appearance with his uh, wife which is kind of weird because they always blur out her face in all the paparazzi pictures. So I was really surprised that they even had their baby at that sort of event. Sophie Turner was there uh, supporting her husband, Joe Jonas. They didn't have their kids there, which kind of like spoke volumes to me. 
but yeah, uh, honorable <laughs> mention for them. And also, I wanted to sneak in a little honorable mention to Mary Cosby. I don't know if you heard oh, her, oh. but she is apparently going to be a friend of for the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Maybe she will save this franchise, guys, because it's been kind of dismal. <laughs> Especially, don't even mention Heather's black eye to me. Like, I am so upset with how this season turned out. But maybe, right. maybe Mary Cosby will be. And I love that she's coming back as a friend. Just because, yeah. like, I do not like how people who were watching her treated her. I know you and Chai talked about this on the podcast. And I was like literally snapping my fingers like yes like I can't even imagine her position with those group of women so for her to be a friend of I think that's just perfect yeah. for her to be on the show that way we're not so inside of her life and people are not judging her about her church people are not judging her when literally like these women are Mormons and like we should be questioning their lifestyles but yes like and the things that they're taught about, like, oh, I don't know, people that look like Mary Cosby, like, yeah, what are we doing? Yeah, I just, I want to see Mary back, but I'm just, because of all of that, it's like, I, you know, it, it was interesting how last season everyone was like, oh, she's unwell, she shouldn't be on TV. But now that you find it boring, now it's like, oh, we want her back for her to make you laugh like you, guys you didn't know. deserve her okay right right, right. <laughs> literally when she left I was so upset I I little girl I'm still I'm still looking at the people who were tweeting badly about her and now they like a change of of yes. you they want her back and I'm like weren't you the one that was judging her like no you're not allowed to talk about oh, her <laughs> yeah yes yeah who is your wor uh, best week honorable mention this week? Oh my gosh, I had it. Okay, because I have my best week, which doesn't have anything to do with Bravo, but <laughs> honorable mention, I will say, I'm going to say, I probably shouldn't do this week. That Okay, I'm going to say Candace because she had a really good Watch What Happens Live. And I feel like the tide seemed to be turning towards her in her direction and because of Robin and I feel can I add Wendy too because I feel like the tides are turning for both of them yes and people are now like oh wait a minute so I think I feel like they've had really good weeks unfortunately due to Robin and like their responses and things I just people I just feel like people are really like oh Candace and Wendy so I feel like they they get the honorable mention for having the best week yeah, no, truly. I have been loving Candace's Twitter. Guys, follow her. She Oof. is the perfect housewives when it comes to jokes, when it comes to hot takes. Like, yes. she is the one that you want to go and look up. <laughs> yeah. So, for did you have any other honorable mentions for best no. week? Okay, so I'm going to move like on that. to best week runner up. I don't know if you love Lily Allen. She's like this English music musician mm -hmm. or David Harbour, her husband, who's in Stranger Things. They just came out within a feature in Architectural Digest where they featured oh. their Brooklyn townhouse. Oh, my God. The interior design, the wallpaper. It's gorgeous. The furniture, 
everything, every little detail to the house, the kitchen guys, there's a, there's like a cat cookie jar that I am like totally obsessed with. And literally you have to like zoom in to see that cat <laughs> cookie see jar. But I will put the um, link of the article up on the show notes. You guys have to check out her house. It has to be the bathroom itself. I, I am just of awe. And I couldn't believe it's a Brooklyn townhouse. I was, when I first saw this, I was like, oh, they're in London or in England. And I'm like, right, oh, that's, they're but they're in Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. Like, I wanted oh to know gosh. how much it took for them to like design their house. And we all know that Lily Allen has gotten a little bit of backlash because she spoke out being about being a nepo baby because she is a nepo baby. Yeah. Uh, so I do have to, um, you know, give a little self awareness about that, guys. Yeah, it sucks that she did say that, but her house looks too stunning. It took my breath away. I have to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you said the wallpaper because my husband and I bought a house in 2021, and it was only five years old. It was like everything we wanted, like beautiful but there's certain things that we wanted to do which we're still doing and we're almost done though but I'm a fan of wallpaper and I I told him I feel like he looks at wallpaper like oh that shouldn't be a house and I, it shouldn't be in a house and I'm like no like literally that's the best thing you can get like nice because we had it where we lived before he did it for my podcast like the background and I think it was like that kind of wallpaper he kind of was like uh and I'm like no like Robin's house in her dining room, it similar to certain fixtures were similar. I was searching for that wallpaper and I was like, it, I want to try it in the dining room on the ceiling. And if you don't have, you I have to send you a picture. If you don't like it, we could take it down. But it was like cream and, and gold and black, but she also had a black accent wall. So it really set it off where we don't have a black accent wall. So it probably would just kind of blend. But I said, look at this high quality wallpaper <laughs> i mean there's instagram accounts that i keep seeing on my ads you know or sponsors you know yes. and you're, all the time about wallpaper and i'm like it's it's popular like it's it's a thing now <laughs> i'm gonna get him We're, we may end up doing it in our room because we have this really long wall that goes into like a bump out so our room kind of have has like a little area so it the wall doesn't cut it just goes like straight all the way across so if you paint half of it just to do half of an accent it would look kind of weird so we're thinking about wallpaper like maybe if we do you know wallpaper around our bit so it's a whole lot so I'm gonna make sure he listens to this podcast and I'm gonna say wait till you get the part about <laughs> wallpaper no I love that I'm so excited for you because I know um you spoke out about doing like a studio for him and I just love decorating and interior design and all that so like I know it's I'm a lot in the you. beginning but it's so yes. much fun <laughs> I've, I've said I'm learning to appreciate the journey and not the destination because I keep saying we're doing all this stuff and you have to clean up what you do but what about your regular cleaning your dusting and my daughter's like mom your house doesn't have to look like an IG house. I'm like, I'm not trying to have it look like that, but it just feels overwhelming when you're painting and you got to clean up your painting supplies or if he's cutting wood and sawdust is everywhere, but then you still have to dust. You still have to clean, like mop your floors. It seems so overwhelming, but I'm trying to, I typed out a prayer to myself when we first got this house and it's in my drawer. 
And I say, God, thank you that this house is a blessing and not a burden. And I'm grateful to be able, you know, to like, because we love where we live finally. So you're right. I'm just trying, I'm trying, Vanessa. <laughs> you see me, like, I feel like my shoulders are tensing up. I'm like, relax, relax, relax. Yeah, it's the painting. That's the, It'll do that to you. <laughs> yeah. Who is your runner up for best week? I'm going to give it to Selling Sunset Heather. Um, she married Tariq El Musa. That's the last <laughs> yeah. name. Did I say it right? No, I'm not going to say it right. No, I, it's it's because I have not a problem with Tariq, but like because of yeah. his background and like the yeah. whole TLC of it all. And like, so, and I have a special place for Heather. <laughs> So I'm always like, you're torn. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like the other shoot. Yeah. Well, they welcomed a baby boy. Finally. Cause she was pregnant for like three years. I feel like I was like, and, and didn't she have, did she have issues getting pregnant or maybe I'm thinking about she did, right. She had issues getting. Okay. Yeah. So I think wondering... she was doing IVF and all that. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm um, congratulations to her. I just really liked Heather. I feel like she's, it's so funny. I feel she, she grew on you, right? Because yes, she grew on me from season me one too. to like last season. I was like, I really like enjoyed Heather last season. And I would have wanted Mary to be more like Heather, meaning because I feel like Mary would try to stand up for herself, but then it was always like, so you know, like just like stop, like because like and I'd be like, stand firm in your voice. I feel like Heather is Heather is the version of Whitney that Whitney, Whitney wants to be from Salt Lake City. <laughs> And I can joking. I can see Whitney looking at herself in her like real eyes, real eyes. And that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I'm joking because I can see Heather talking like that. That's why I was like, but no. Um, congratulations <laughs> to them. She had a baby boy. I think it's you know beautiful that you know everything seem it seems like everything she wanted as far as marriage and family is coming to pass for her. So congratulations to her. Yeah, I can't wait for Selling Sunset. The new season should be coming out soon. I know the ladies have been filming because there's oh, they have. paid paparazzi shots, you know, where like they get the guys stop it with the paparazzi shots. I know right. when you guys are getting called. I've seen the Melissa Gorga photos. Nobody goes to New Jersey <laughs> to get a picture of Melissa of Gorga. Right. <laughs> It's in like when we can house, go to your suburbia, Franklin Lakes. Like, get out right. of here. Right. It's like we can go to Instagram to see that. I know. Is, is uh, what's her name, Christine? She's not on Selling Sunset, right? Anymore? No, not that I know of. But from what I left off when they were doing like their whole reunion yeah. of filming, apparently, yes, she got fired and she started her own firm and they're like being competitive, which kind of left off the reunion. So for me, I was like, oh, that would be a great twist where like they're competing towards each other and like they're okay. Christine back and like I can totally okay. see a storyline there. They're they're scripted. So of I can totally see them scripting this for us. Okay. <laughs> so for best week winner, I'm kind of torn. I have obviously Queen Bay. She is up with tickets now. Her tour is starting. It is rocketing, starting off in Philadelphia, which I think yeah. that is so amazing. 
Also, I have to give it to Pamela Anderson with her new memoir and her new Netflix documentary. Yes. It was so riveting. And it was I good. It's so good. Yes. Okay. I did not know that she was going to touch a part of my soul that did not exist. But like reading her memoir, like I heard, um, I read the Audible, read the Audible. Okay. I heard the Audible <laughs> of Pamela Anderson and I highly recommend um, hearing it just because there were certain things that she wrote in the book that she's never even spoke out loud about. Um, okay. I don't want to tease it or like spill, have any spoilers, but like this one relationship where it kind of went Ori and yeah, it kind of like makes sense why she is so reserved and private when it comes to her sexual life sometimes. Um, but it wow. made a lot of sense. I love the documentary. I love her son's, it's probably uh, the one thing that I am so like happy for her is like she has the family that in her memoir she like wanted since she was a child. So uh, it okay. is definitely worth seeing and reading. And yeah, Beyonce and Pamela Anderson, the, I am torn between these two incredible women. I'm glad that two women are the best week winners though. <laughs> oh, yes, me too. That, me too. Okay. Okay. Who is that your best week winner? <sighs> Okay, it kind of benefits the woman. Well, of course it does benefit the woman, but Todd, I've always liked Todd Tucker, um, Candy Burris' husband, and he just produced his first film um, called The Pass. So congratulations to them. They had a cat, like, like a film. So I don't know where it's going to be airing. I have to check that out. But I saw like the headline and read a little bit of, you know, how like when you're just like flipping through entertainment news or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, he's produced his first film called The Pass. Oh man, I'm gonna have to check it, it out. He oh my gosh, which one was? It, it's a big deal for him though. I want to say produced. I can see him like producing a film for sure. Me too. Me too. Um, I, I, yeah, that is amazing. I know Candy's been having a good week too because isn't there has been news about Escape of like coming Their show. Okay, Their show's Their show's coming out. That's what. Yeah, I love. Candy and I'm really upset that they canceled her restaurant show because now there's Southern Hospitality, which I haven't checked out yet. But neither, I did. and I probably won't. I pr I probably won't either. But I do. Um, if you listen to Cara Berry, like I love her. But mine, did you hear the episode with her and Princess? Because no, but I'm going to because the shows that I don't watch. Up. It okay. made me want to watch it. I was like, dang, girls, now I'm going to have to fucking watch this show because they made right. it sound hilarious and I wanted to get in on what they were talking about. I love but Kara and shows I don't watch, I listen to her recap. Like yeah, <laughs> same. That's what I do with Sister Wives because I don't have me to too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I can't get into it, but you know what Kara would tell me and you know, I trust her judgment and I always tend to agree with everything. She is amazing. I love when she goes... Thank you for listening. Thank me for speaking. Yeah, no, it's my favorite part. And, and you know what I say at the end? I say, thank you. I do say thank you at the end of the podcast. Because when she says that, I'm like, thank you. Because you've given us a gift. Truly, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, my God. This is so awesome. So I love that Todd is producing a film. This is great for Candy. They're definitely having the best week. Yeah. We are part at the end of my show where I ask my guests what their favorite song is from the early 2000s. You said Mariah Carey song outside because you listened to it in 2012 on the stepper at the gym 
why did it hit you so close to your heart? So the wild thing is that song came out in the 90s or, or early 2000s and her, her Butterfly um, album, which I still listen to. Mariah Carey is like, like my number one, always will be. Yeah. So I've heard this song a million and one times and I happen to be on the stepper at the gym. She writes it from her perspective of being biracial. I, when I, this particular time, when I heard it, it hit me where I was at the space in my life where I felt like really, like, it's weird. Like, you know, you have people that love you. You have your husband, you have your friends, but you wonder like, am I really enough? I feel like I'm always on the outside. And it's saying like early on your face, knowing that you only have you, you need. And so basically it's, it's like, it's like looking in a window and you always feel on the outside. You don't fit here. You don't fit there. So you have to have your own back and you're always wondering if you're enough. And I was on the treadmill. I'm going to pull up the word words real quick. Cause I'm not doing it justice. Cause when it comes on, I do go into a whole nother zone, but it, for some reason, I think it was where I was at in my life, questioning career, all of these things. I had just lost my job in 2011. And it was like, I don't fit here. I don't fit there. Everything that people are telling me I should do, I don't want to do. I just don't know. And I, I feel like I'm always the only one on this side of the street, you know? So it just, um, but the, okay, Mariah Carey outside, but I just want to read you the words. So it's, um, it's hard to explain inherently it's just always been strange neither here nor there always somewhat out of place everywhere now mind you I went my and I'm sure you've heard me talk about it my elementary school had third grade through eighth grade two grades so two third grades two fourth grades two fifth grades all the way to eighth me my cousin and two other black people that's it wow everybody else was white now mind you I had black family black church family black friends but in school, that's where you spend the majority of your time during the week. So I definitely felt out of place there, like all the things. So, and then the next word is ambiguous without a sense of belonging to touch somewhere halfway feeling there's no one completely the same. So the chorus is standing alone, eager to just believe it's good enough to be what you really are, but in your heart, uncertainty lies. So it's like, you really want to believe I can be who I am. It's good enough. But deep down, you're like, I don't know if it's really good enough. And then it goes into, and you'll always be somewhere outside. And that, it j- like, literally hit me. I sent it to my girlfriend. She's texting back. I'm crying right now. Oh my God, I didn't know. I didn't know you felt like this. And I'm like, no, this is not. I just, here it is. This is the song that perfectly describes how I feel. But I, but then I was like, but I don't want all that other stuff. <laughs> to go with it. But that song, it's still. Every once in a while, I'll put it on when I'm like that, which weirdly, it's now more encouraging to me. Just like believe in yourself, be that person. If you're if you're the only one on your side of the street, but you feel firmly about it, whether it's an opportunity, whether it's you, then just do it. Because even if you follow along with the crowd, you could still end up being outside. So yeah, I yeah that was a lot. But. <laughs> no, I love it. I love Mariah You have Harry. to listen to the song. Just like- her music, and I know she probably goes back just because she is such a poetic person. She probably goes back yeah. to her like lyrics and her like words just to find yeah. sort of inspiration. Um, yeah, her music is something I definitely still go back to when I'm having like 
you know, some rough days. <laughs> yeah, it just it, it just does something to you. Sometimes you need a good cry, an encouragement or something. But she always, for me, just like that song is like, okay, it like it, it can still hit you where you're like tearing up or it's like, no, I'm, I'm, you know, like, but, you know, when you listen to the words, I can see, even though I'm not biracial from her perspective, she doesn't fit here. She doesn't fit there. This group says you're not this, this group said. So to me, I was like, wow, she, this song was so underrated to me. Did you read her memoir or like listen to her memoir? I highly oh. recommend listening to Audible because she sings in the, in the Audible. Yeah. So like, it's pretty funny. I loved her little. I liked her show. I wanted it to come back when she would like be like laying on the chase in her confession. <laughs> <laughs> I know she is still by far one of my favorite MTV Cribs um, celebs where she was just in the tub and like luxury Wait. like she she I was like I want to be her like I I want the luxury the wealth that, that she lives in just doing that and wait one of my favorite reels well people use her voice but she's somewhere and she's like I'm gonna do the best I can with what, what I, I got, got. because <laughs> <laughs> she is she is lit she's she's having fun like yes, yes. I love that Mariah Carey like yes. definitely <laughs> having fun and she's an April baby like me she's an you know even though I'm not all, I don't know a lot about it but I'll say she's an Aries like me you know what I mean so it's like oh, butterflies have been my thing. I, I'm a Leo but Leo and Aries they're compatible. get along yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh my so, god. Like, so I just love her. I love you too, Vanessa. Oh, I love you so much, Tariya. I'm so happy that you got to be part of my show. I really hope me you get too. to join me again. I had so much fun. I'm already there. Mike and Toe, let me know when. <laughs> can you please let my listeners know where they can follow you? Yes. First of all, I just want to say again, thank you for having me. I truly appreciate you. I love what you do. Like best week ever, whether it's pop culture or whether it's Bravo culture. Well, like you said, it's all pop culture, but I always feel like it's an honor when somebody asks you to be on their platform because it's like your baby and you're not just going to have anybody hold your baby, you know, or, or be with your baby. So thank you. So you guys can find me on Instagram at we go W E I G O podcast. It stands for what else is going on podcast, Twitter, same thing. W E I G O podcast. Now y'all like to be sarcastic and fun. So I have fun on Twitter. So I try to lay your little jokes in. Um, I'm on TikTok. We go podcast. And the number one, I'm trying to get into the ticks and the talks. So <laughs> I'm trying y'all. So just give me a follow and maybe some encouragement to post more. So well, thank you. Oh, and I do have a Patreon, um, patreon.com slash go podcast. No, it's inspiring that you have a TikTok. I am always questioning myself if I should start one or not. I really feel yeah. like I'd be good at it, but the time consumption of it all is what really delays me of wanting to join the app. Start out doing maybe like posting your like outside of what's going to be on your podcast. Have like who's having the best day? Like you may not like that way. Maybe your TikTok's going to be the best day, and then your podcast is the best week. Yeah, just, I know. Just I, something in, in order because it's it's hard to be always thinking about content, and that's like, oh, it is. Or just like there's always something going on pop culture wise that like 
when you first hear it, you're like, oh, I can talk about this for an hour. But yes. after a couple of days pass, you're just like, okay, I can talk about this for five minutes. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes, right, right. And sometimes I crave a deeper like, okay, this is good. But have you seen what's going on with, you know, you know, whatever, whatever. Like, so yeah, it's a back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Taria. Thank you. I hope you guys enjoyed that and I can't wait to have her on. Guys, I'm so excited to have this episode out. Please share with all your friends. Before I end the episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about Pamela Anderson. I know she is part of my best week winner, but I completely forgot that I wanted to give a special shout out to Seth Rogen. Fuck you. Um, but yeah, you guys know that I ever since what he did to his um, co-star. I feel like I've been pretty vocal on this podcast about Charlene Yee and how we stand with her, um, with how she came out about with James Franco and pretty much, um, you know, being like poked fun of, like with some racial jokes around her with Seth Rogen and his writer friends and whatnot. So I don't know, Seth Rogen, as much as he's looking very appetizing for the Gen Z crowd and, you know, good for him for the whole weed product. I did, you know, smoke some of his indica weed. It's such a bitch to open that weed can. Like, I've, I have weed cans as is. And already there are, like, I'm used to weed products being childproof safe. I understand that. But this was just like unbearable. Like I've have scars now. But um yeah, Seth Rogan, fuck you for like trying to give us a Pam and Tommy biopic when really you were sympathizing whoever the man was stealing that tape like in their property. Like <sighs> Anyways, next I wanted to talk about Caroline Calloway. Did you guys see the reason why she has been selling her tarot cards? Because a big fine has been settled with her and her landlord. She owes $45,000 for the damages that she's left on her rental. I am shocked that it's that little. I feel like it would probably be more. But yeah, so we will probably see Caroline Calloway scamming her way a lot more so she can pay this off. I I don't know. Like, I feel like people are going to feel bad for her and this is just going to like, she'll be able to pay this off, guys. Like, come on now. Um, also, I wanted to end the show with Jeffree Star. Apparently, he's been teasing everyone that with his comeback and how he is going to spill tea on the whole Hollywood Illuminati and how he is dating a NFL star and that he will, you know, reveal whoever this NFL linebacker um, person is. I feel bad for the man that is involved with his relationship with Jeffree Star. But did you guys all notice? I know there's been this tweet going around that has been screenshotted and 
and I've seen it on Trend Lightly podcast. I've also um, seen it on several other media outlets on Twitter where he had a silencer on the counter of the bathroom of the selfie that they were taking. Sir, what do you have? Why is there one? Do you just carry one around with you all the time? Like, how weird is that? Um, but I guess he's packing heat because, you know, the Illuminati is going after him and he just has to be on the lookout all the time. But still, that is crazy to just have that laying around. Like, do we not have any gun laws? No, we don't. What am I talking about? I hope you enjoyed this episode so much. I know I enjoyed it. I will see you next week. My guest next week is Tara. She is a comedian. I've been following her on Instagram and she reached out to me. She's hilarious. I can't wait for you guys to follow all her um, accounts and also listen to her Spotify comedy albums. They're hilarious. I can't wait. So please follow us on Best Week Ever Podcast so you guys can get all the tea because that's where I pretty much lay all the information even like the videos, um, clips, they're all there. So follow us on Best Week Ever Podcast. And please rate and review our podcast. Again, I do this for free. So please don't be an asshole. Otherwise, go be an asshole somewhere else. I hope you guys are having a best week ever. Bye.